Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a CC Radio podcast. It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. I, to tell you the honest truth, I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. We've missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, um, like, the feeling. I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling. Like, you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one just across the road, shaking the daylight out of the tree. All we get was a big red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed, and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out. Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer, and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five star rating and review or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family and that would help us grow. Tonight, I'm joined by Gerald, and Gerald had a really interesting UFO encounter back in August of 2019, just outside the Queensland town of Mackay. Gerald, welcome to the show. Hey, Kate. How you going, mate? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not bad, man. Not bad. First time caller, long time listener. Um, <laughs> and, and a long supporter of the show, so thank you very much. That is yeah, no very appreciated. So, Gerald, you, you got in contact with me because you saw a really fascinating UFO outside of Mackay there, and you actually captured this on camera for about eight minutes. You've got some really fascinating footage, and I just I need to talk to you about it, mate. So talk me through this encounter and what, what happened there. Yeah, mate, well, um, it was actually around about, around about this time um, in 2019. Uh, it was around about August, actually, it was. Um, I came home ill from work because I work in the mine, so I work away from home. Uh, so I came home ill, and because um, I was on night shift, I had plenty of sleep during the day, so I stayed up late at night while my wife uh, went and kids went to bed. Uh, as I got a little bit drowsy, um, I basically just decided to turn the TV off and lock up. Um, but before I locked up, I saw my dog was actually in my yard, uh, in the backyard, and it was he was like uh, whimpering, like moaning. I'm thinking, oh, shit, what's going on here? Maybe he's got um, bitten by a snake or something. So I walked outside and um, I said, you know, Chili, you okay? And he sort of just laid there. I mean, oh god, what's going on? I already had a dog that died by from a snake bite. Um, <clears throat> so I walked out there, put the torch, had a look. No, nah, couldn't see nothing. Um, the torch on my phone, sorry. Uh, so couldn't see nothing. Um, I thought, okay, no, so I'm getting a paddy, waved his tail, I thought, okay. And then he looked up. 
Um, when he looked up, he looked up in the direction of where the object was, which got my attention because he, if he could see it, I mean, if I could see it, so I actually looked up where he was, where he's looking, and I could see this this ball of red light. It was like, um, I can say it was like a um, like a beach ball size from the, where where I could see it from. Um, it was stationary at start, like it wasn't didn't look like it was actually moving at all. So I'm thinking, you know, what the hell is this? You know, is that a minion light or what? Um, I estimated it to be about probably five thousand feet because I do what a you know, UFO investigator for UFO Queensland. Um, and anyway, so all of a sudden this thing started moving, but real silently, and I'm thinking, hmm, okay, so I popped my phone, hit record. Um, yeah, and I just watched it for eight minutes and wondering, you know, what the fuck is this thing? Is it was actually like not going fast, it was just going just a not not moderate pace, no noise, no no nothing. And I'd watched it as it was going out to sea. Um, so yeah, um, it was quite intriguing, mate. So your your dog was having a, a physical reaction to whatever this thing was in the sky. Mate, yeah, whatever 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 it was, he he um it was actually like he he could actually see it. He he could actually see it. Like um, he was laying down on like on the on the cold cold grass and he was moaning and whimpering. And I'm thinking, you know, he, he doesn't do that normally. He usually sleeps on something because he sits outside. Guard, he's a guard dog for us. And he's yeah, like he he could he could see this this thing whatever the hell it was. Um, which that's what got me intrigued. That's why I just popped the phone and started recording this thing. You know, you you said that you were a UFO investigator. Was that were you doing that before you saw this, or was this a kind of a knock-on effect after this type of experience? Um, I had just probably just started doing it because uh, I contacted, as I said, I contacted um, uh, Cheryl Gottschall from UFA Queensland Incorporated in Brisbane, um, asking if she needs any kind of UFO investigators because I've, I've always been fascinated with, the, with this with the phenomenon, you know, um, and just something to do on you know, from your spare time because you know. Something to do, <laughs> I suppose. Anyway, and Cheryl basically, um, yeah, basically said, "Yeah, no worries, we'll, we'll get you started." Um, and then probably about, oh, say, about two weeks later, two three weeks later, that's when I had my encounter, and I started, um, you know, we get the phone and just just record, started recording, and the rest is history, basically. That must have felt like Christmas Day for you because... Oh, it was, mate. It was, yeah. Because <laughs> it doesn't happen to to a lot of people to see something like that and to no. already have such a, an interest in it to, you know, go that extra mile and uh, start to take the steps to become a, an investigator in your area. Uh, hmm. This this must have absolutely sent you over the moon. Oh, it did, mate. It did. Um, like, yeah, because uh, before my father died, like, we... Ha- we we was to sit down and watch every um, unsolved mysteries and UFOs and stuff like that. If there's anything else, he didn't want to watch it, but we used to watch uns- just the UFO ones. Um, we just we just loved it because we thought we can't be the only ones in this universe, you know. Like so, these craft that we, people are seeing these craft and people are saying, you know, oh they they they're crazy and stuff. But when you see something, it's how can I say? How can I, what can I say? It's like it's like it's like it's magical. Like you think, what the hell is? And then you're like you, you think this, this can't be right. My eyes are deceiving me, you know. You, and you, you blink a couple of times, you look again, and it's still there and still moving. And you think this is just, you know, not real. But you know, it was real. It was really real. So you, when you saw this thing, to to say it's five thousand feet up high, that's a really good guess. So um, you're you, you're doing astronomy just as a bit of fun, is that right? 
Yeah, I do um, astrophotography at night, uh, nighttime photography, um, and also basically I've got a telescope and stuff. I look through a telescope and look at the moon and stars and stuff like that. Sorry, I just want to mention too that this was actually on a on a moonless night, so it was actually pitch black, like it was a new moon, so it was no moon at all. So it was, yeah, I could see every star, and yeah, yeah. Sorry, as you, as, no, no, that's totally fine. So the the conditions <laughs> were kind of just kind of perfect for this it type was, of sign. Not a clear sky, not a, not not a cloud in the sky, not a cloud in the sky. It was perfect. So you can say it was about five thousand feet up in the sky, which I think is. Fantastic that you can tell that in in a pitch black sky because a lot of people, especially at night, have great difficulty, I guess, judging that distance. Now, do you could you have a rough guess at how big you think this thing was? Well, as I said, like from my my from where I was standing to where I was looking, um, it looked like the size of it, like the size of probably like um, on the camera, like on the camera, it was the size of of a beach ball. But in my own eyes, it was more bigger than that. Like it was actually size, like more like a size of like a uh, like the earth balls you used to have in school. You remember the big earth balls you used to have in school? Yeah, yeah. It was like it was like one of those big things, but bigger. Like it was just and just bright red, and it was just it was not like it wasn't a satellite. It wasn't no you know, high altitude balloon or anything like that. This was legit unidentified flying objects. I mean, there was nothing, no sound. It was just it was just yeah, like it was. It wasn't a Chinese lantern. <laughs> it just—I I, I just can't find the words for it, Kate. I just—I really can't, mate. And you know what? These days, people aren't really sending Chinese lanterns up into the sky, like especially in Queensland. You know, it's just such a, a fire risk. And exactly right. Yeah, and you would notice the the flickering of the flame as well, and you didn't That's notice right. anything like that with this. This was just kind of like no, a mate. solid ball, wasn't it? It was like a solid red ball. Yep. Which which ha- which actually has been seen around the world. So actually, it's actually, um, I've got a poster um, on my phone um, from another UFO group that I've, and it actually has the red ball on the poster. And I can flick it up. I can flick it up to you if you want. Um, it's actually, and it was actually what I saw. Like it actually brought back my memory straight away. Like that's it. That's what I saw. You know. So yeah, because it's got a, they got basically every UFO craft that that people have seen around the world, um, and yeah, and mine was there. Like, I could see this red ball right <laughs> on this poster. Yeah, that's incredible. I, it, I really like moments like that where it's just like a switch gets hit and you're like, yes, that's almost a validation of what I've seen. That's correct, yeah. How long into this encounter did you start to think that this was a UFO? Because there might be people who are who are listening who go, oh, maybe maybe he's uh, maybe biased to, to this being a UFO because he's just started looking into UFOs. But... Was this something that you thought about for a little bit before you you really gone and and said, look, I think that was a UFO, or because of the, I guess you starting to get into the investigations that you kind of knew the things to look for to quickly identify it. So, I guess yeah. I'm kind of going at that with a two pronged question there. Yeah, um, yeah. Basically, when I was taping it, like I, as I said, like I was saying, you know, what the fuck is this? Like I'm. I, uh, when I was, I was taping, so I was actually just trying to keep the keep the camera, keep my phone camera still as possible, so I could actually still keep the um, the object in sight. When I later reviewed the footage and then um, took a couple of stills and then actually blew up the picture um, to have a look at what the hell this thing was, um, I could see no definitive outline of, of of a helicopter or anything like that. So it wasn't a helicopter with a bright red light or anything like that. Uh, it was just like this massive, this ball of mass, just 
just in a nice sky. I mean, you can actually see like um, in my photo, you can actually see like a, like a, one or two small faint stars behind it. So, as as reference, you know, so you're thinking, okay, so this is something that's there. Um, as for being, um, that, that's what I meant. And that's basically when I thought, well, I could not identify this. I I had no, there was no sound. Um, you know, and, and other people, uh, when, when I actually contacted the Daily Mercury here in Mackay, um, you know, they, the uh, editor actually, she was a bit, oh, okay, another UFO case, you know. <laughs> she actually um, contacted the um, uh, a group on Facebook. I don't really want to mention their name just in case I don't want to be known. Um, but, yeah, and two people actually came forward um, that actually saw the same object that I saw on the same night that actually crossed over their car while I came home from Early Beach for a fishing trip. So that to me validates my my theory on because if they can't identify it and I can't identify it, well then that's identify a flying object. Do you know how close it got to to their vehicle? Because you said it flew over and no, it's it didn't it didn't drop down in altitude at all. It stayed basically roughly, I, I presume, around about five thousand feet, easy, and it just just you know just slowly went to see. And I'm like, I, and I kept, I kept, I kept um, the video on it, or kept my camera phone on it until my phone could not actually focus on it anymore. And it just, just, it just lost it. Then it went off to see. So, what was the the impression from the from the newspaper? Because I mean, they they've obviously reached out to try validate it a little bit, and they've basically got corroborating evidence of other people seeing what you saw. One that would have been fantastic for you because it's like, yep, that was definitely there. I, I wasn't, I wasn't making this up or anything like that. And the the fact that you captured it on your camera, I think that's fantastic. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Also, are you wanting more content? Why not become a Believe Plus member? You'll get access to exclusive podcasts and episodes that aren't available to the public. Not only that, you'll also get our regular feed without any ads. Head to believepod.com forward slash plus to sign up today for just five dollars a month. Yeah, well they um yeah, they've actually they're gonna say, well as I said, like when I when I said oh, I've got a you know, I've got a story for you, do you do you want to know about that? So what is it? I said, well, I saw this object, so it's like the top of story. Um you know, so I sent us the photos, and then basically that's it. Was all basically just went from there, and then um, but the way they wrote it, it sounded like they were, it sounded like they were actually ridiculing me. Um, and but yeah, but when when that actually hit the papers, and people in the Mackay area um, actually seen it, um, another person came forward who lives in a town um, of town called Cuttable, um, which is basically you know not far from where I am. Um, it actually flew over her house. So, so when I so when I seen it from my from where my house is, um, it looked stationary, see? and and then it started veering off to the to the right. 
um, well, sorry, to the left, and then it was actually going at, going into the ocean. So I believe it was actually coming forward towards me uh, from the cuttable area. So it actually would have flown over her house, coming towards me and then started veering off and then heading out to sea. And then it went, up, it went over, the, over, over the people in the car. I just think it's so fascinating that so many people have seen this same sighting and it's such a rare thing to to actually kind of not not justify but to to get that input from other people about what they saw that people yeah, are so right, willing like, to come forward yeah because when, when you when you see something you think you know am i going crazy you know <laughs> what do i see <laughs> you know um you just you're just dumbfounded that's that's where that's the only word i can use like you just it just looks like it's not real like you think your mind can't comprehend what you saw you know, um, until you actually sit down, like if you can get it on footage, sit down and look at the footage and then just look it over and go, you know, and then I showed my wife and she watched it and she's like, she, she couldn't discern, uh, couldn't see any, anything to um, discern it from, um, from, you know, helicopter or plane or anything like that. Um, cause I've been, I oh know, I've been, we got, we got uh, the flight path from um, the planes and all that. So whenever they fly over our, over our place, you can actually see red, green, and, and white lights. So when they're landing, you actually see the white landing light. But when they're up the sky, you can actually see, you can actually see the red and green light. Um, this one only had one light. It was red, and that was it. Uh, it was just like a big ball of redness. How would the scale of the light that you saw compare to the, the planes that you see in that flight path? Well, with the, with the planes, you can actually... You can actually you can actually tell it's a plane, like a like a plane light, because it flashes. Um, this thing wasn't flashing; it was just it was just a, like a. I gotta say, like a if you put like blew up, blew up an earth ball and put it um, like a red light inside of it, like a clear earth ball, and put like a red light inside it. Um, you know, and then yeah, and then basically fly it. That's that's what it sort of looked like to me. Yeah, um, it's just it's just like. Oh, those big gumballs. Remember when you give you those big dang gumballs you had? That, that colour red. So, like a real red, red colour. Um, yeah, it's just non-flashing, just just red light. And it was but moving. And, yeah, and then when, like, when people see it and other people see it and come forward, you think, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, we've got something here. Um, yeah. So something that we haven't talked about, and for for those who are listening to the to the podcast, you're going to have to jump onto the website, and I'll leave links for for that in the in the show notes for this episode. One of the one of the pictures that you've been able to extract from the uh, the video that you captured shows this really weird feature to the light that you really only notice when you kind of took to took it into a an app and kind of tweaked with the the colors and the settings a little bit. But it it seems to be showing almost like a um a beam of light coming out the bottom of it. That's correct. That's correct. And like I could not see that with my own two eyes. Uh, I couldn't see it on the on the camera um, when it was just like with the darkness of the sky. Uh, it was only when I took the contrast away and 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 and, and played with the blue spectrum and stuff like that to make it blue. And that's when it showed up, and so you could see this like this beam of light. Like it, what was you know was it was it having a being like in the ground, like that's what it looked like to me, you know. Um, yeah, and that's that's was really thought, okay, that's really weird now. That this is getting real fucking weird now. Um, when you see that kind when you see that, you think, okay, 
yeah, this is this is this ain't a plane now. We're not. You know, we can we can just throw the plane and the helicopter and bullshit out, and then basically get to UFOs now. So um, yeah, it was it was just. You know, I was yeah, I was kind of, I I was excited. I even showed my wife to look at this, look at this. Like this, you know, she goes, "What'd you do?" I said, "What is it? We took the contrast out, and this what this what appeared." You know, like you can see it, it's shining a light on the, on the ground. Like yeah. Why I, I why why I don't know. Like, is, was it, is it using that to navigate, or I really don't know. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. I really do encourage people to jump on the website and check it out. But do you do you still have a copy of the video? Oh uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Have you edited the the video like you did with the the single screen grab? What do you mean? So with this screen grab that you got here. I um it where it shows this this beam of light maybe coming out of it. I would be really interested to see if you can see this happening in real time on the video. Yeah, no, it, it, to me you can't. Like, yeah, I as I said, I watched that over and over and over again to think what the hell it is. And when I had to put it on Facebook, I actually had to cut it down from eight minutes to two hours, five minutes because only Facebook only allows five minutes with the video. Um, and as I said, like I. I've watched it over and over again. You cannot see physically see the light shine down. Um, it's only when I took that took that still and took away the contrast to show, um, just basically to try and how can I say to enhance the picture of that of that red light to see what the hell it was to see if there was any kind of structure there or anything like that. That's what I was trying to do. Um, and then all of a sudden, this beam of light is is basically down, you know, looking down on, onto the ground. I'm thinking, okay. That's that's really weird. Yeah, I really um, weird. mate, if it's okay with you, I'd love to get a copy of that video because I'll be able to do the same manipulation that you've done to the contrast to a moving video. So yep, we'll yep. be able to see if uh, if this thing is doing anything else in in a real time, which I think would yep. which could be pretty mind blowing because I'm so seriously impressed with this this image because to be honest, I've never really seen any type of UFO image like this where you can actually see light coming out of it that wasn't faked. No. I don't know how to fake photos. I don't I don't know how to edit photos, you know. Um, I basically can just set up a camera, I just look at a book, um, see what the settings are, what I need, and then basically take photos of the night sky. That's, I, I can't do any kind of editing or anything like that. I don't have the... I'm not, I'm not that... Technology advanced uh, with computers and stuff to do that kind of stuff. Um, there's no way in hell I can manipulate that photo. Um, yeah, I, you can put me on polygraph. I'll, I'll, yeah, I can, I can tell you, I'm 100% I'll pass it because what I've seen is what I saw. Like it's, it's yeah, I, to me, it's just I still, I still, I still get um, excited when I talk about it. You know, like yeah, um, you know what to do, but. <laughs> There's only a certain amount of people I could talk to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Matt. I totally get it. It's why I started the podcast. Like, no one wants to talk to me about this stuff, so I decided I'll, I'll talk to others. <laughs> but, mate, this is this is a really great capture, and I'm really I'm really grateful that you've come on the podcast to to talk about it. And you know, Matt, I'm I'm really keen to sink my teeth in on that little edit and see if we can um can kind of pull yeah. out any additional information on this because who knows, mate? You could be sitting on the one of the the best pieces of evidence that we will see in a while because 
like I said, I've, I've never seen other pictures like this before. And, and some people might just say it's a red dot in the sky, but I think there's a lot more going on here than what people probably realize. Yeah. Yeah, I've, oh, I'll, I'll send it to you and hopefully when you do have a look at it and try and do what you have to do to it, send me a, send me a copy back to it because I'd love to see it. Yeah, mate, absolutely. Um, yeah, as I said, Katie, it's just, yeah, when you see something in a nice sky, you just don't, you just, yeah, you just become dumbfounded, maybe. Like, you just, your mind just goes over, it goes in overdrive thinking, like, hey, it was a plane, mate, it's, it's a helicopter, mate. You know, you just goes, why, why did I overdrive? Um, well, that night I couldn't sleep at all after that. Like, I basically stayed up that night looking, you know, um, basically drawing down what, what I saw, um, you know, and trying to work out. And then the next day I took I took photos again the next day of where I actually seen it and basically um, put two to two the still side by side on it and then basically try to pinpoint exactly where it was in the daytime sky um, so I could actually get a rough idea of how I got my 5,000 feet. Um, so that, and that's exactly what I did. That's, and then I basically compiled all the evidence. I submitted it to Cheryl, and um, then basically she got back to me saying um, she's basically she, she doesn't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, because because we cause when we when we do UFO investigations, we actually have to have well, we do um, we we'll always have the the plane where the where the planes fly and all that. So we we can look go back and look at um, flight radar twenty four and see where the plane which, which plane flew over this time. You know, we can actually go. Okay, well, that that was a plane we saw. You know, that was a high altitude plane, or that was a load of a um, the CQ rescue chopper or something. You know, uh, so we can actually take away all the all the um all the uh, all the things out of it and basically go right. Yeah, well, this is what you saw. Then, yeah, yeah, that's really cool. You know, because I I've never thought of the things that go into a UFO investigation and. You know, I guess that makes perfect sense. You know, remove the air traffic from the from the scenario, and then you, you've only got the the raw data to really play with there. Exactly, you've only got the the what if, what what is or what is the thing. Exactly. So, you how long have you been researching UFOs now, there, Gerald? Um, well, I started basically when I was eleven. As I said, like I, I, I used to watch a lot of UFO shows, and I basically read as many UFO books as I can. Um, yeah, it's, I'm, just, I'm just intrigued. Like, I'm just fascinated. Like, all these people from, you know, from the 1950s or even earlier, um, 1800s actually, have seen objects in the sky. And you know, like, we never, we only had planes back in, or when the Wright brothers fly back in what's that, in the 30s. So, you know, first fly was back in the or in the 20s. You know, um, you know, and basically, the, the, you know, people seeing objects is objects being recorded back in the 1800s. You know, so. You're thinking, okay, and all that actually goes back further than that. You know, it goes back to Aboriginal days. You know, like the Aboriginals have um, uh, rock cave paintings of, of you know UFOs, and the Egyptians have UFOs and all that kind of stuff on the hieroglyphics and stuff. So you're thinking, okay, well, there was no photography back then. This is their photography. So what the hell do they see? You know, so yeah, we're we're not alone, mate. If if if, if we're alone, well, then I'll. I'll I'll eat my hat, basically, but I don't think we're alone. So, so what do you think these craft are? Do you think they're from from another planet, or or being potentially hard to say, mate? It's it's hard to say. I mean, you know, because we we're advancing technology um, all the time. Um, I, I believe that some some uh, craft that people see um, could be 
uh, experimental you know, military aircraft, uh, like the Black Ops and all that kind of stuff, like the Black Projects. Um, but others that are, you know, that actually see things and actually have really good photos and are pretty legit, um, you know, or they, you know, they, they can't explain what it is. Uh, well, then, you know, they're, they're the ones that, that you sort of think, okay, well, you know, what is it? What, what are they, you know? Where do they come from? Who, who's driving these things? Are they, you know, are they occupied or are they just drones, you know? It, it's hard to say, mate. It's really hard to say. And you know what? I, I think that's a great answer because when it comes to to a UFO encounter, it's so personal. So it really depends it on is. how the person perceives that encounter as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, as I said, like let's just talk about now. I'm, it's sort of bringing back memories. That's why I'm sort of um, I get a little bit nervous when I talk about this, talk about this because you know people look at you differently and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> Gerald, it's been fantastic having you on, mate. You've been a uh, uh, incredible guest and the evidence that you captured it's outstanding but before yeah, we yeah. let you go mate you um you have a you have a bit of a facebook group that you you have here in um in Mackay. mate do you want yeah. to give that a bit of a plug because yeah it's um yeah Mackay and central highlands ufo research group um all you have to do is just like it and you know there's no membership fee it's free to join um and basically if you ever have any kind of encounter you can actually post any post it on there um you know, uh, I do regularly check it for trolls and stuff like that. And people, um, so I have about 1,500 people on that group, based, basically from um, uh, America, right through to, right through Europe, um, and right around Australia. Um, yeah, so, and also, um, you know, so I'm admin on it. So I'll basically, you know, check um, footages and stuff like that. And then, you know, people contact me via the website and, and then, you know, I'll give them my real name and they can come and send me a message or something and or an email. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm forever looking at footage. Yeah, mate. It's the, uh, I guess that's busy. a curse of a researcher. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's been, that's been a little bit quiet this, uh, the last, last year, which is good. So I've had to have a break from it. Um, but yeah, I'm always watching the night sky, mate. Cause you just never, never know. And that's going to do it for tonight. And remember, if you have had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook and that's facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. Until next time, stay safe and you've been listening to Believe Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 